Hey, welcome back. Welcome back to Do Not Disturb. It's your host, known for doing the most. Probably when it goes, but you know who I'm is. Hey, Steve Brown. Steve Man is the best. I'm the one around the city that they know the best. And uh, right now, I got my co-host with me, the main man from Philly, Craig. Every word need to be heard. Was said. Let him know what's up, man. How you doing today, man? What's happening, D Brown? Thanks again for having me on. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, Craig Anthony Smith, Smith, aka. Touch of Cass, aka Crypto Craig. You heard what I said. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being here, man. Um, so just today, man, I want to go ahead and get back on the cryptocurrency because this is what we do know so well. And I want to kind of break it down for the people, for the listeners who aren't familiar with crypto um, because what I realized as a investor, uh, the only reason I was not taking that step to invest was because I didn't have no knowledge when it came to investing. And um, I felt like only a certain type of people was able to understand it and, and make those moves. And I wasn't at that level, but through all these years of, uh, learning and investing, I realized that all the stuff that I thought was complicated was actually very simple. And um, I just had to put in time, take a few lessons, you know, go to Craig School of Cryptocurrency. <laughs> and that, that helped me um, understand and, and make so much progress as an invest and as an investor, excuse me. So, you know, like, I just want to break down this cryptocurrency thing that's so important and so vital and is everywhere that we look. So, you know, the more people understand us, the more people will be jumping in. So uh, first things first, hey, Craig, uh, can you explain exactly what is cryptocurrency? What is it? Okay, so the most basic definition of cryptocurrency is it's, it's a digital currency um, in which transactions are, are verified and, and the records, the transactions and the records are verified, maintained by a decentralized system using cryptography rather than a centralized authority. Um, so, so, what is, so what does that mean exactly? A centralized system without using cryptography and all this, like, uh, if, if, you know, break it down a little bit more if you can. Right. So basically, you use a bank and you make transactions through that bank. I mean, basically, it's, it's, you know, deposits and withdrawals. That's basically the two main transactions you can make with, with crypto. You either, mm -hmm. you either getting it or you you selling it, you know what I mean? Or you sending it. Um, but a bank has what they call a ledger. Every bank has a ledger and they keep track of, you know, your account, how much money you got in that account when you withdraw it. You know what I'm saying? They update that ledger and say, OK, this he has taken out a hundred dollars or when money goes into it. You know what I'm saying? So people are basically, well, not necessarily people because they do use computers to to maintain and they do use programs, but people run these programs, uh, companies run these programs and companies maintain these ledgers. You know what I'm saying? Okay. With cryptocurrency, 
Um, it's the 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 ledger is called the blockchain, and the blockchain itself is um, is pretty much automatic. Um, and and the transactions are done by computer code, which is what they kind of call like smart contracts. Um, so base, a basic withdrawal and a basic, uh, you know, send or receive is, is executed by computer code and, and the code maintains the system. You know what I'm saying? And there's, there's no, uh, corporation or no person or no business that's that's maintaining the the system the once the the blockchain code is written is putting is put on the internet you know you get yourself a wallet a wallet is like a bank account and um once you transact you know those transactions are controlled by the network itself opposed to a person now the downfall in that is that, you know, if you make a mistake and you send your money to the, the wrong account, mm-hmm. you know, can't nobody reverse that. You can't call up customer service and say, hey, I sent uh, $100 to the wrong address. Can you can you reverse that? You can't reverse it. Because it's not controlled by anybody. It's controlled by computer programs. So you got to make sure that you send or if you're receiving, you know, cryptocurrency that you give the proper address, you know, when sending and receiving. So that's that's pretty much the proper address to a wallet that you're Mm -hmm. sending your cryptocurrency. And just to touch on what you touched on. So blockchain in just a simplest form. Is just basically um, the records of transactions that cannot be changed, hacked um, to ensure that no one cheats the system. You know, like what the banks was doing um, years ago. I can't think of the bank name, but it was a Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo was cheating the system, and that's because it was no blockchain, and they, you know, they had to pay. The, the price was so did the people who had accounts with Wells Fargo with the blockchain, this is not a possibility. And that's the good thing about the blockchain. Um, you know, just to tap in a little bit on that. Uh, thank you for breaking that down, man. Uh, I remember when you first told me about the blockchain, I was blown away when you broke it down to me and, and where's where it's at now is I kind of knew it was going to be here. And I always say this, if you listen to the last show, we spoke on this, but you said it and the way you painted the picture, the, all with all the research, you had the facts to back everything up. That was a, that was the thing, Craig. That's that was the thing. Mm-hmm. It was the facts that you had. Like, you know, numbers don't lie. So you showed me the numbers, you showed me all the stuff, and now we see the results in 2022, opposed to 2018. And uh, mm-hmm. shout out, shout out to my man's Leroy, man. That's one of our old coworkers, and I spoke to Leroy today. He wanted to tell you that uh, he owns some Bitcoin, and he was excited to, you know, to let me know, and he wanted me to let you know. So I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> shout out to Leroy. You know, you'll be. I know you listening in and all that. So. Uh, you know that's, that's all because of you. That's that's you got that started, and that's what's up. It's been major. So um, when it comes to cryptocurrency, uh, it has an impact on the economy, of course. And you know, an advantage of cryptocurrency is that it is decentralized. Um, it's not ran by the corporate people, um, which means that. Citizens living in countries um, with currency instability, cryptocurrency allows them to trade freely across borders with citizens of more well-off countries, creating a level of economic equality. So with like simply put, because of crypto, 
the value, you know, certain countries um, have more, more money than other countries. And, you know, the value of their fiat, which is, what is fiat, Craig? Um, fiat is, is basically, you know, the paper money of, of, of a country, the coins and the paper money of a country, like the fiat representation of, of United States money is the, the U.S. dollar fiat right. for, um, you know, uh, Mexico is, is the Mexican peso. And you have, you know, over in Europe, the euro um, in England, they use the pound. So these are examples of uh, fiat currency. Exactly. And with cryptocurrency, even if you are in um, Mexico and you're, you, they're charging pesos and you have $500 in U.S. dollars and that is converted to $500, whatever the, the amount, it will be way more pesos but $500 worth of U.S. dollars in peso form. So if you want to go buy a Snickers and TJ and they accept cryptocurrency and you got $20 of American U.S. dollars, you could go ahead and buy that without no hassle of going to no exchanges and getting the pesos. It's accepted everywhere, which makes the value of the dollar equal. And um, that is such... Uh, is so major to the world's economy. Uh, we'll be able to travel and do business with each other and uh, make, make payments and purchase properties all over the world with one crypto wallet. And we can have Bitcoin in that. And if Bitcoin is accepted all over the world, like American Express, then your money is accepted all over the world, no matter what fiat it is which form it is so you know i just think that's that's amazing um that we're finally here all the stuff that we create as humans and when you look around when you sit on your couch when you pick up your cup when you watch your tv when you look at the planes in the sky all the stuff was invented and uh, it all starts with a vision and an idea and somebody's vision led to this. And um, somebody's vision prior to that led to cryptocurrency. So uh, prior to that, somebody's vision led to US dollar. You know what I mean? So I love to see us grow as a people and um, expand. This is, this is a good time to be alive. And this is a good time to learn about this cryptocurrency and see where it would take you. Because I feel like this is just the beginning and uh, it's it's like a, a long way to go. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And just to piggyback off of what you, you were saying, you know, um, the reason why uh, cryptocurrency and, and let's just say Bitcoin, for for example, it, it is global. Um, there's no border. There's no border limits to it. And and here's here's why. I don't, you know, in America, the, the banks that are in America are like Bank of America, right? Uh, Wells Fargo, like you mentioned earlier. These are two type of banks. And you, you need to be in America to or an American citizen to um to open an account, right? Wow. So you basically um have to be an american citizen to have a, a a cryptocurrency account you you don't need that all you need is internet access right right that's all you need you don't need to be validated by um a, a corporation you don't need to give your name your address your social security number they don't need to check who you are for you to have a, a wallet on on the blockchain right which is uh known as what kyc know your customer that's the process um, of knowing your customer or no it it is the process well that's what um yeah that's what banks kind of um enforce mm -hmm. kyc 
knowing your customer and and knowing your customers getting all that information about them where they live social security number i need a copy of your your id with with cryptocurrency all you have to do is establish a, a to establish a wallet you all you need to do is get a, a address on the blockchain and there's certain ways you can do that um but i just wanted to you know, make that correlation of of cryptocurrency being borderless, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Um, just explaining that if I had a cryptocurrency wallet, I can send Bitcoin to anybody I want to. I I don't like if I wanted to send money to Deshaun outside of crypto. Let's say, you know. Uh, Bank of America, I would have to get his account number, you know, and Bank of America would have to to authorize that transaction when it comes down to it. With cryptocurrency, the only authorization that's going on is is pretty much on, on the blockchain, which is it's decentralized. Nobody controls it, right? Centralized. Right. Bank of America, all these banks are centralized. They're controlled by by people. So I just wanted to kind of clarify, you know, the borderlessness mm-hmm. of, of cryptocurrency and, and how important that is. Appreciate the clarification. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when, when it comes to crypto, a lot of people want to know, like, of course, it's a market and um, the value of the coins um go up and down they fluctuate of course just like stocks and um, when it comes to investing even any market even the real estate market you know it goes up and down it comes with the territory but the reason that that happens is because it's determined by the supply and demand um at the supply of the um if the demand increases faster then the supply, the price goes up and uh, vice versa. For example, if there's a drought, the price of grain and produce increases in demand and, excuse me, increases and the demand won't change. And mm-hmm. so when it comes to cryptocurrency, um, it's just the same process over and over again. And once you understand, once I understood that this is the nature this is the nature of the market of the supply and demand is always fluctuating uh volatility is that how you say it greg um volatility yeah volatility so volatility is just basically when the market is unstable uh the coin one day bitcoin will be twenty five thousand. um the next day it's 12,000. The next day is 44,000. Um, so that's basically what, how it works. You know, it's very simple. It's very simple. Uh, more people, uh, the demand goes up, then the, then it's more, it's, it's going to be more active, active, of course. And um, when it comes to that, that's, that's always more money. It's always an opportunity to make make a lot of money in this because um, it's so many coins. And the way to get familiar with the coins is to get familiar with the market cap. Craig, would you kind of touch in on the market cap if you can? Yeah, absolutely. So the market cap is pretty much the total amount of money um, that's invested in in cryptocurrency. Um, one way that I look at the market cap is, is through a website called coin market cap. <laughs> and basically they track, um, the market cap of pretty much every crypto on, on the market. Um, you know, right now as of seven, um, 2022, there's 20,200 one on the market. And the current current market cap is $900 billion. And the current 24 uh, 
per hour volume is uh, $73 billion. So the market cap is $900. Um, you know, the market cap continues to increase over years. Um, if I, If I click on the market cap and I, I go back to and I look at let's say May 2013 the market cap was uh, one billion dollars mm. one billion dollars and and now it's sitting at 900 billion dollars um at the 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 big the, the tip I want to say of the first bull run when Bitcoin hit $20,000, the market cap was $828 billion. So pretty much close to where it is right now. Um, When Bitcoin hit, um, I want to say 60,000, the market cap was at, like 2.9 trillion you know what i'm saying so the the most the market cap has been has been almost um 300 uh, three not 300 three trillion dollars or a little bit over three trillion dollars um and right now the market cap is sitting under a trillion dollars so we're 200 percent away from um the all-time high of, of the entire market cap. So, um, you know, like Deshaun said earlier, we've been watching this market for quite some time and you can, you can see the volatility, you know, um, if, if the market cap was 800 billion, um, four years ago, and then it went up to, Three trillion, and now it's back down to you know pretty much eight hundred billion. Then that's that's pretty volatile over four years. It's not a steady market, you know. It's not a steady market in comparison to um, the stock market. And if you ever you know listen to stock updates on the radio, or you know you read um, stock updates on on the internet or you read Forbes magazine, you always hear them talk about, you know, the stock index being up 1%, 2%, down 3%. You know what I'm saying? They like to say, you know, basis points. They're up, I don't know, 10 basis points. But anyway, it never fluctuates but higher than two, three, four, five percent, you know, the cryptocurrency market cap at 900 billion in comparison to three trillion. I mean, that's 200 percent. That's a 200 percent difference. So that that's exactly what volatility is. It's, it's when, you know, the market cap hits a, a huge high and then it hits a, a, a low, low. And, um, you know, eventually, over time, you know, the, the cryptocurrency market will stabilize like the stock market. And, you know, that might not be for another 10, 20, 30 years. And by that time, the the market cap will probably be, you know, 10, 20 trillion dollars. Yeah. Right. So basically... Just to get this straight, a market cap is all the money that's in cryptocurrency total that's floating around cryptocurrency on all the different blockchains. It's a that's exact. Yep, that's the calculation and, of that. And each crypto has its own market cap. Exactly. So uh, that's what I was getting to next. So with the market cap, coin market cap, you could watch the 24 hours, the most recent 24 hour market cap, which tells you how much money was flowing 
and cryptocurrency for the past 24 hours. You could change the setting on that. You could look for the week, two days, whatever you need to do. And it, like Craig just said, the market cap also tells you about how much each blockchain, how much coins and how much um, money is available on the blockchain with on the market. Am I correct or am I incorrect? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay. pretty much what you're saying, how much money is invested in, in, in that blockchain. So, for example, the market cap of Bitcoin is um, $386 billion right now. So that's pretty much 42, almost 43% of the entire cryptocurrency market cap. Right. Wow. That's... Uh... That's amazing. To and another thing is um, why the market cap is important. You would notice the the major blue chip crypto. the The blue chip crypto is basically the most uh, expensive crypto, the most well known, uh, higher price crypto. Um, well, with the blue chip crypto, you'll notice the top ten cryptos have a for each blockchain, so for Bitcoin, each blockchain alone has a high market cap, I have noticed. And that's one thing that you showed me is you check the market cap on each coin and certain coins that have, you know, little coins in circulation, you'll you'll find all this information on the market cap for sure. You just have to, you know, dive in a little bit. But um, it has it tells you how much coins are circulating and you know how much money is on this blockchain market if the it's not a lot of coins and it's not a you know a lot of it's, it's a low market cap the amount of investors and investments are low on that coin that uh, is not every time i'm not going to say but a lot of the times it's usually a sign of a you know of a weaker coin uh, you could possibly still make profits off of this but you will want to know the market cap and understand it more before you start diving into investments and that's why uh you know we're touching over this so we could all have a better understanding um so we can make better decisions and be smart investors that's the whole goal is to get as many people to invest but to get as people as many people to understand what they're invested in and how to um, invest in general. So, you know, this is, you're always learning in life in general. And when a crypto is so much changes, so much new crypto um, added every day, every second. If we look at, you know, all the coins that's, on the market right now, if it's at 20,000, if we look 10 minutes later, it may be at 21,000 because there's so many coins just, just washed into, into the system right now. And, um, you know, it's, it's forever um, growing and advancing, updating, upgrading. Each coin is better than the last coin. The transactions is faster. Um, it's less clog of is so many things. Their wallet is safer. Their wallet is more secure to use. Their wallet is easier to use. Um, it's a lot of things that come along with this cryptocurrency that uh, for new users and even everyday well-seasoned users um, is very user-friendly. But all you have to do is just take, a, take your time out, understand a little more, and you know, take a calculated risk because it is calculated risk. Um, we are not financial advisors at all. Um, this is just our point of view and this is just from the research that we did. But, you know, once you take that step, it could um, lead to a whole, a whole new world. And if you, everybody lives in their own world. So if we all live in a world of where we're all wealthy, even in your own world and even in the real world, what type of world would that be? We, we, we can only imagine. And um, 
I read the the book. I'm gonna just throw this in there. Uh, the richest man in Babylon, and the whole goal was to make in the book the the whole goal was to teach all the uh, Babylonians how to be rich. Um, they just didn't want one person to be rich and for the city to, for everybody else in the city to be poor and to be struggling. The king of Babylon um, actually met up with the richest man in Babylon, was his, I believe his name is Arkad, and came up with a plan to bring um, the men of the families to come and have a meeting with the king and you know the richest man in Babylon, Arkad, and to learn how to be financially wiser and to to have wealth, to be able to be wealthy off of whatever amount of money you're making. Um, that's the same goal when it is to crypto when it comes to what me and you have planned and all envisioned and all the things we have talked about. We plan on just making everybody money. Why not? We, you know, we can make money, you can make money, they can make money, and we can make money. So the the faster that people dive in, um, and the faster that people um understand, you know, don't be afraid of what you don't know. Once you get past that fear, it could lead to um a life of success and a life of wealth if you do things right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, you definitely need to have faith in the market, you know what I'm saying? And, and faith that it, it's going to be around, you know, and, um, uh, you know, right now, cryptocurrency has been around since 2009, like 2009. So we talking um, a little over a decade. Yeah, a little over a decade, and it's not going anywhere. Um, I was just looking at Bitcoin, um, its high market cap, and it, it almost reached 70,000. It was around 65, 67,000 um, at the beginning. I want to say the beginning of this year. What do you um, mean by it? Why, by it almost reached 70,000? What does that mean exactly? What is so the um. Each coin, um, one Bitcoin almost reached the price of, of 70,000 for, for okay. one, big, for one Bitcoin. Okay. And, yeah. And right now, I mean, it's at 20,000, but I mean, if you, you go back to, you know, um, 2013, one Bitcoin was, was a hundred dollars, right. you know, was a hundred dollars. So, you know, this, this, this this market is here to stay and and i think another important thing you know to to realize as an investor is that uh cryptocurrency is considered uh, a asset class right mm -hmm. um i think there's there's a couple major asset classes. Um, stock market is definitely considered an asset class. Real estate is considered uh, an asset class. I think derivative is considered an asset class. Now, you, you guys can do uh, your own research on what a derivative is. I'm pretty sure you know what the stock market is. I'm pretty sure you know what real estate is. These are all asset classes. Cryptocurrency is is considered the newest asset class um, to to hit the market. Now, the last asset class to be born was the stock market, and that was about a hundred years ago. So, imagine where cryptocurrency is going to be in a hundred years. Um, this is something as an investor that, you know, you want to invest in and, and pass it down to, to your children, you know, and, and teach them how to pass it down to their children because it, it will stand the hands of time 
because it's an asset class. It's, it's considered an asset class. And um, that's just a, another piece of investment advice, you know, to help uh, investors, new investors, um, help them understand how important this, this asset class is and, and, and why they should invest at whatever price it is. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to continue to grow. Although it is volatile, at some point, the market will stabilize. And that might not be for, you know, uh, another 10, 20 years. But um, it's definitely important to understand, you know, that, that cryptocurrency is an asset class. Right. And yeah. that, and that, um, and you know, that's major. And for, you know, the people who probably won't do the research for derivative, basically that's a, um, a financial product having value deriving from, um, a variable asset. Um, so when you gave me the example of der derivative, first time when it came to crypto i believe you used the house as an example of a derivative mm. do you remember i don't but um, go ahead refresh my memory <laughs> so so basically you were just saying like um uh the house's value um the, say your house is worth two hundred thousand, you could use that um as an asset to go ahead and place to the place on the market or whatever to purchase blockchains. I mean, excuse me, to purchase cryptocurrency in exchange. Like if you want 200,000 worth of cryptocurrency, if you have a house worth 200,000, you could use that as collateral. As, as yes. collateral. Okay, got you. Yeah, yeah. So that's the example you gave me? I believe so. Something like that, right? Or am I off? I, I think that's a good example uh, of, of a derivative. Okay. Uh, but I, I'm not really sure um, because you can kind of create your own derivative. You know what I'm saying? You, you can have... Um, I think an index is is a good example of a derivative, right? So let's say you invest into, you know, Crypto Craig Deshaun um, index, and our index consists of Bitcoin, Ethereum, a little bit of gold, some oil, hmm. all, all together, right? Mm -hmm. That's a derivative. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm not an expert on derivatives, and I was just uh, trying to point out it is it is definitely an asset class. Asset, yeah. Um, but I would definitely need to do more research to be able to explain that thoroughly. Um, but I'm pretty sure I'm um, if not a hundred percent correct, uh, I'm I'm on point. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You just you just got like I get it, and that's see that's what comes along with. Um, crypto and 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 anything we're forever learning and um, until you master it's like fundamentals uh, you know how i am right now you know i'm hitting the gym i t tomorrow i got training um but i'm i'm touching the basics i'm getting the basics to intermediate to advanced you know what i'm saying i'm getting i'm hitting all the points but i do got to start with the basics and once i learn the basics like the back of my hand I could up that to intermediate level. And once I get that down packed, then I go ahead and I take it to the highest level. And that's the same thing with cryptocurrency. We have um, a lot of knowledge on it. You know, we is no, we don't know everything about crypto. Uh, I honestly don't think nobody do because the reason I say that is because there's so much new coins with so many new use cases. And what the use cases is basically what is the coin used for? Um, where some coins could pay your rent. It would be the pay your rent coin 
on the pay your rent blockchain. And with this coin, if you invest in it, you could pay your rent anytime instead of getting the money order and all that. That's a use case. So certain all these coins are coming out with new use cases, new things that these cryptocurrencies are able to do. It's so hard to, to know everything about crypto anyway, but that's the beauty of it because it's forever growing, it's forever expanding, um, just like us individually. So this is a, it ties hand in hand with what I'm going through and how I look at things. So it's very fitting. Uh, and so was you speaking on move to earn when we was uh, chatting earlier, Craig? Yeah, last time, um, you know, we did our podcast. One of the things I said I wanted, you you were talking about play to earn and how you bought your son a computer and, you know, you wanted him to start to learn how to earn money by playing the games. If he's playing the games already, then, you know, he should learn how to earn money uh playing those games, playing these games that are on the blockchain. And right. and then I mentioned um I mentioned uh a new technology called Move to Earn. Um that's kind of been out for a while. Um but these projects are are incentivizing people to to exercise and when they do exercise they earn cryptocurrency that they can cash out um on a centralized or decentralized exchange um so i definitely you know want people to be aware of this new use case because um, I really think it's going to take off. Now, the reason why, well, let's just, let's, let's explain what Move to Earn is. So if you think about all these devices that track your steps, right? Um, Fitbit, Apple Watch. Yeah. Apple Watch, you know, these type of uh, devices, basically what they're doing is, okay, since we're tracking your, your steps, let's let's figure out a way to monetize that, right? Let's figure out a way that you can get paid for taking steps. Now it's it's definitely all turned uh tied into to advertising and you know these types of things, but um it's a new it's a new um concept and it's a new concept that's entered uh the cryptocurrency um, world or the cryptocurrency sphere or the cryptocurrency market, whatever you want to call it. It's a new kind called um, move to earn. And, you know, there's a couple uh, coins, couple websites out there um, that will pay you in cryptocurrency just for taking steps, you know, for tracking your steps. That's, um, that's amazing because uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but the, no, you good. Uh, it's a way to keep everybody fit because, all right, a normal person who hates to go walk down the stairs, down the street, especially if there's no reason it's hot outside or they just don't feel like moving, there's no reason to, right? But if you walk down the street and you're going to get paid $5 in cryptocurrency, but this $5 of crypto is $5 today, but it's cryptocurrency, so it could be $10 tomorrow. You walk mm -hmm. down the street, you just earned yourself $10. And at the same time, you're building up your cardio, you're working on your health. So, uh, exactly. yeah, so I see, like, that's that's a great, that is a great concept. That use case is exactly what I was speaking on. All the stuff that comes along with cryptocurrency is... It's so futuristic, but it's like the time is now. Even though it's futuristic, we still in the times. Um, I think that that would do a lot, especially depending on what age people could start getting paid. You know, PE is already mandatory for students. Like, so college, well, athletes and everything, and 
even swimmers is moving to earn money, which is aka cryptocurrency, which you can always convert into cash money. Oh my gosh, that's that's the stuff that got, got me hooked on crypto. You know what I mean? This is this is it right here. This is the stuff you told me years ago, and we're here now. You know, right, so. right. And I mean, I'm looking at uh, move to earn tokens on Coin Market Cap. There's only mm-hmm. twenty three. There's only twenty three of them. And a cool question: How many coins are there in total right now on Coin Market? Cap. 20 20,223 so 23 is only it's only 23 coins for move to earn out of 20,000 come on man that's what I'll be saying if you do your own research you could be on the next thing and this is like you're, you're giving us gold right now right exactly exactly so I mean just imagine you know and I think I said this last time imagine where this is going to go. I mean, we already have Stefan Curry, um, rappers, Snoop Dogg, you know, we already have them um, advertising cryptocurrency in the form of NFTs, which is, you know, another uh, concept of cryptocurrency. Um but Im- imagine having these athletes, you know, uh, supporting move to earn. I mean, they're already athletes, right? So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? These these companies that, you know, start creating uh, move to earn coins, you know, all they're going to do is all they're going to need is to get one mega athlete to endorse it. And, and every next thing you know, everybody's downloading their app everybody's earning the, these coins it becomes popular people are now buying the coins because they know it's going to blow cuz they seen Stephon Curry you know got some 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 ball coins you know mm-hmm. what i mean some right. three point coins or whatever they want to call yeah. it like you know that's the direction it's heading in for sure but um yeah, so you know, thank you for for bringing that up. Um, but it's definitely something I got my eye on, um, and and I definitely want to see where you know this this uh, sub technology goes. You know what I mean? I, I think it's going to be big. I mean, I think you were saying that the gaming industry alone is is a huge industry. Right. Um, you know what I mean? And I think this this going to be big maybe not in the near future but you know over the next five ten years for sure right right and a lot of time (laughs) right and um you know even right now speaking on it it's 23 coins it's only 23 if we jump in on 23 now let's put that 23 right turn to 2300 coins but it's the main ones you get in on the main ones now so when you know it is out there and now it's in your ear and now you're familiar with it that means that it's kind of if you're hearing about it it's too late you're in i ain't gonna say you're too late but it's it's the earlier you could get in the better it's always you know it's always more beneficial instead of you know fomo oh oh i heard about that new that new move to earn coin and all this stuff I want to get in, but you heard it first on D&D Podcast two years ago. And if you would have invested two years ago, the time you choose to invest when you hear about it, you could probably be up 200, 300,000 opposed to just getting in and having a percentage of a coin or having a coin that you really don't make as much gains you know. So it's all about timing with this cryptocurrency getting in and out with any type of investing it's, it's time and timing is key um, understanding the market and, and and its pattern and history uh, is is all major but doing your own research is a big part of any type of success like any type of knowledge you want to gain you can't learn everything in class everything in school that they taught you um, 
100 percent of people learn way more than what school taught them on because life teaches you every day and um it's forever a learning thing um with that being said though i appreciate you breaking down um all the information to the simplest forms greg um because that's what you did to me you made it very clear to me and you know you made it so understandable and you you put once i was able to understand i was super i've been super confident since then it has opened up other avenues of investing since i have uh since i have dove into cryptocurrency so you know, thank you for all your information and your insight and um, the time that you put in to do your own research and to break it down. Um, it's only going to lift communities and, you know, keep doing what you're doing. I uh, appreciate your time and you coming out and making and making the effort that you're making. Um, and I just want to see you prosper. And I know that your son is proud of you. And I'm proud of you, man. Keep going. And, you know, and only time would tell, geez. Absolutely, man. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me, you know what I'm saying, on the podcast and everything. And, and um, you know, definitely, you know, want to continue to just have these conversations and continue to just um, try to, you know, enlighten um as much people as we can, especially, you know, our own people, um, to, you know, find a, a different avenue of, of making money opposed to, you know, the avenues that, that we were taught as, as children, you know what I'm saying? It's time, it's time to become investors, you know, smart investors, you know, uh, these Warren Buffett's and, and, you know, all these rich folks, you know, they, they, they was buying their first stocks at, at 11 years old. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and and they held on to them things for, for dear life. <laughs> HODL. Right. HODL. <laughs> One of the acronyms we always throw around, but we yeah. haven't said. H-O-D-L, hold on for dear life. You buy it and you never sell it. You hold it on. You hold on to it and you pass it down. You hold on and pass it on, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? But anyway, um, again, you know, thanks for having me. And like I said, you know, we're going to continue to do research and we're going to continue to share the research that, that we do and, um, and and spread the knowledge. All right, for sure, man. My main man, Craig, Philly's own legendary, man. So uh, thanks again. Until next time. You know, I'll see you next week. And I well, we'll be All speaking right. next week, man. And uh, I'll let you know when I'm coming back in the city. We gotta we gotta tap in and we gotta link up and do our Dougie. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. All right, D Brown. All right, man. Enjoy your evening. All right, peace.